Hey, podcast listener, are we loving this new format or what? It's me, just me, down to earth, Jill Salzman, here with the Why Are We Shouting podcast, really excited to tell you that I am not reading from a script. I'm literally just pacing and talking off the top of my head, and boy, does it feel good. This week, I am so excited to play you a message that I got from a woman who is an entrepreneur named Regina Carey. She's having a lot of trouble trying to figure out when to get off of that roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurial education. She's been absorbing all kinds of info for years, and she's wondering how to get off the ride. She's just exhausted. So we're going to play you Regina's recording, and then you're never going to believe what's going to happen after that. I'm going to help her out. Hi, Jill. I'm calling with a question. I've been running my business for four years now. It's slowly growing as I learn more, but especially in the last six months, I am feeling completely exhausted by the influx of information, free events, new learning, try this, use this, here's the answer to all your online virtual course development questions, the apps, the widgets, the podcasts. Oh my! (laughs) In the meantime, I'm giving away my information to every Tom, Dick, and Harry to learn about my personality type, my target audience, and even my best colors. It's madness. So my question is, when do we get off the ride and say, okay, I'm using this to communicate and this to develop and this for accounting? The end. Please stop the ride because I want to get off. Thank you. Regina. You have just asked the question of the century. Here's why. Every single entrepreneur in the world is wondering what you're wondering. There seems to be an arc that happens with folks like you, where you decide you want to launch something. You have a really great idea. And four years ago, I imagine for you, Regina, you thought, I know exactly what I want to launch, but how am I going to do this? So then you go on a cruise, a journey, a ride into entrepreneurial education. And you start picking up facts and tidbits and things that have worked for other people. And then you realize that's such a mishmash. Let me go and ask some experts because they must know what's best for me. And then you start getting expertise from all different areas. Suddenly you have a mountain of information and you're left with, but what in this pile of crap can I use? And how can I best use it so that I can start to see a return on what I've put into it? So Regina, I want you and I want everyone else listening to start thinking about three ways to get off the ride. One. First, you're going to have to start to figure out the difference between what experts tell you, what you've read, all of the information and intel that you've collected and what actually works for you. So there is no expert out there who can say to you, well, even though that person said that thing, that's not going to be valuable for you. Only you are going to know the value of that. And if you can start putting that little cap on your head, putting that little antenna up, right, where you can 
pick out, you know what? That person told me something and it's not really feeling right for me. You're going to cross that right off the list. I'll give you an example. I was told a long time ago that understanding the data behind my website, looking at Google Analytics would be extremely valuable for me. I'd know who's coming to my site. I'd know what to put on there. I'd know how to tweak the pages so things would get better. And guess what? Initial reaction to that advice was a roll of the eyes and a stomach ache. And I thought, I'm no good with data. It doesn't help me at all. I could hire somebody to professionally read to me like a baby and tell me what this data means, but that would have been an enormous expense and waste of my time. I thought, you know what? I'm going to ignore that because that doesn't help me. And I have ignored it. I continue to ignore most of the data that I could be looking at in Google Analytics. Has that hurt my business? Maybe. I'll never know. But have I grown my business tremendously over a decade of time? Yes. And I've done it without looking at the data that was advised to me. So when somebody gives you advice, I would highly recommend you put it into one of two camps. Is this actually something that I can work with? Or is this something that works for other people and is not going to work for me? Two. Two. The next thing I'm going to recommend for you to do, Regina, and anybody listening who's in the same boat as you, you're going to trim the fat. What do I mean? You got to start thinking about is what I am doing, like going and figuring out the best colors that represent me, that represent my brand, that should be on my website. Is that sort of activity helpful? to building your business? Or, and here's the kicker, is it just something that's having me waste more time so I can avoid actually building my business and becoming a success that I know I can be? A lot of us do what's called self-sabotage in those educational years where we don't really feel confident yet. We feel confused by a lot of conflicting advice. And so we start seeking out more and more advice so that it ends up overwhelming us. And the overwhelm leads to, well, I still don't really know. And I feel even worse about myself and my business tendencies or my business acumen. So I'm going to go forward and I'm just going to ask for even more advice. And what I'm going to tell you right now is stop. Don't do that. You don't need to do that anymore. You're four years in now. You can go ahead and continue to solicit some pieces of advice as you're growing your successful company. But you don't need to keep digging into more education if it is not going to lead to a dollar. If we can narrow the scope of what you are seeking and you can trim the fat through your experiences of going out and figuring out what's working and what's not working, you're going to finally start to feel like you're building some momentum. Stop distracting yourself from the momentum that you could be creating by really focusing on what's helping and what's directly going to lead to a dollar. And if I go take that three-week seminar that's going to have me feel better about myself, is that seminar going to directly lead to you making more sales? If it's not, I would skip out on that and let somebody who is a lot fresher to the entrepreneurial scene, go and soak up that information because you are well past it at this point. My third and best way to get off that ride is to charge a lot more. Here's why. If you raise your prices to a point where you feel like that's just a little bit 
too much. My market's going to run away. I am not going to be able to ever sell at this price. Guess what's going to happen? You are going to be pushed to have to sell even harder, which means you're going to have to focus on making sure that you sell three, five, seven of whatever you're selling. If it's seats, if it's products, if it's an opportunity with you, whatever you're selling, you're going to have to work really hard to make those sales. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to make those sales. And once those sales come in, you're going to have more clients or customers that depend on you that are going to sharpen your focus. They're gonna make sure you're not going off to retreats. You're not hiring consultants to figure out what size your website pages should be. You're not gonna figure out whatever ridiculosity somebody last Thursday over coffee mentioned to you that they paid for. You're gonna now have a much easier time figuring out how to dole out your own time. And you're not gonna get lost and swallowed up in this giant, mountain of a roller coaster ride that you've been on for some time. And I think, by the way, Regina, the fact that you're asking this question means that you're ready to get off, means that you don't need to be exhausted anymore by what you're doing. And it is time to change and focus on the things that are going to lead to massive financial success. So Regina, I hope that those tips helped. I hope that it'll give you at least a little nudge off of that roller coaster ride you're on. And I hope that tonight you get some really good sleep. Because you know what? Four years into this beautiful business that you're building, you deserve it. Ta-da! You know that I love you. You leave the best reviews. And I want to share a fresh one in from Joy of Solving Boy this week. It's called More Brilliance from Jill. And it says, how does she do it? Jill Salzman is always creating new tools and resources with great value. Joy of Solving Boy, thank you. And if you want me to read your review on a future episode, go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories and rants so that they can build better businesses. You don't call and you don't write, and I really would love to hear from you. Call me at 708-872-7878. You can also text me there or go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast. Leave me a message so that I can talk to you in a future episode, just like I did with Regina today. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.